Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Good day and welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life. Episode 575. We're three quarters of the way through the 500s. I can't wait. You know what I'm going to do at episode 600 in 25 more? I'm going to start doing videos with them and they'll go up on YouTube. So just be aware of coming attractions, coming attractions. YouTube videos are coming. Yippee. Today, I titled the episode, The Blues. This is December of 2021 as I make this episode. And, you know, in the U.S., at least, there's Thanksgiving at the end of November. And then December has Christmas. And then there's New Year's. So there's about a month, a little over a month of holiday stuff going on. And then the November 11th, of course, is uh, Veterans Day and Remembrance Day in Canada, where we live now. Lots of holidays. And then uh, it's good because, you know, January, at least up here in Edmonton, is really cold. That's next month. We're having our super cold snap right now. It's minus 40 uh, for two, three days in a row, minus lots and lots of minus 30s. Really, really cold for at least the next week, and then it should lighten up a little, I hope. We have a week like that every winter, and it's just here, and we're in the middle of it right now. It looks like it's going to be two weeks long. Anyway, it's all good, and it'll get past it. The reason I did this, the blues, through this episode in here is because it is the holidays. Now, I did a bunch of episodes on traditions and how they can be useful, helpful, holiday traditions, traditions for fun, how they can be barriers and chains and all that kind of stuff. Then I did a couple of them the day before yesterday on holidays and then also how to turn every day into a holiday. But with all this conversation about holidays, I want to acknowledge the blues. There are people today, and there have been times in my life in the past, not today, where uh, sadness was the order of the day. Holidays are hard. Holidays are about whatever holiday it is. It's about family. It's about getting together. It's about celebrating holy days. It might be religious traditions. It might be anniversaries or birthdays or things like Christmas, which is the birth of Christ or the birth of somebody else that are celebrated uh, at Veterans Day where we celebrate those that have defended freedom. And you know, all that kind of stuff is a cause for celebration of one kind or another. The thing also that happens is the blues. And one of the things, and I'm sure there's many causes, but one of the things that I know causes them is loneliness. There's all this holiday going on and you're alone. You're by yourself in your house for Thanksgiving, Christmas, some other holiday. I'm not even going to try to name them all. But there you are, alone. Everybody else partying, fireworks, celebrations, gifts, and you're alone. Uh, maybe you have to work. Maybe you don't. And you're just, you're by yourself. And you feel left out, lonely, lost, without purpose, etc., etc. 
there have been certainly times in my life where I was alone. I remember one particular Christmas uh, right after, uh, you know, I was separated and uh, none of the kids were with me and I was by myself in a big house alone on Christmas Eve. No decorations, hadn't had time to do anything, and there I sat. So I know what that feels like to some extent. I don't have that now, and that's just one way that we get these blues. So I wanted to talk about three things. Why do we get them, what can we do, and where do we go from here? Why we get them, so I've just given some reasons, but there's a whole bunch of reasons. You can be hurt in some way. You can feel lonely or alone. You can feel lost. You can be new in a city and have no friends or place to go. You may have just lost your job, and so you're worried about your employment or financial things, and so the outlook is bleak. You may have lost a relationship, and so you feel like there's nothing there for you. You may have had some tragedy happen in your life, and you've lost your faith in the divine or in a divine plan of any kind. And so you you look blankly at the heavens and scream at the sky, either actually or in your heart or mind. You may have gone through or be going through right this minute a bunch of hardship, financial hardship, health hardship, relationship hardship, the meaning of life hardship, feeling lost, alone, abandoned, and everything else. So those are some of the reasons we get the blues. Besides that, there are just things that come on us. As someone who struggled with depression for many years, I remember getting up ready to go to work. I was living by myself, separated Uh, actually at the time, but I was living alone. I got up, going to work. I was trying to get up in the morning and exercise before I went to work. I lived across the street from a junior college, a two-year college, and so I would get up and go across the street and run some laps and stuff and do some, you know, sit-ups and whatever. And I remember getting up and just sitting there in in there, half, you know, half-dressed with my sweats on, getting ready to go run, and just having a hard time moving through the motion, having a hard time stumbling across the street to go run some laps and do anything. And I just sat there thinking about what was going on in life and thinking, what is the point? Who cares anyway? And it was very much so. So I, I understand that feeling, and that's, that was another time when... You know, I felt that way. At that particular time, I had to get up, get dressed, you know, go to work. I was also taking some classes at that two-year college across the street because I wanted to. So I, you know, the day opened, the sunrise came, things started happening. So then part two, uh, that's just some exploration about why we get them. Part two is what can we do? Well, there's lots of things. You can give in to it and just sit there and be sad. There's nothing particularly wrong with that. <clears throat> you can be sad for a minute or two or an hour. If it goes on for hours or days, you might consider doing what I didn't do, which is talking to someone, getting some help. I didn't have sense enough to do that. So I spun around in silence, never talking to anyone, waiting for external events to snap me out of it, waiting for the fact that I had a class to go to or work to go to or something else that was going on that pulled me out of that, right? It pulled me into the present. Okay, I got to go do this. So what can we do? Well, you can do what I did, which is nothing. 
and wait for some externality to yank you into the present and wake up. That's one thing you can do. That's not very reliable because it depends on two things. It depends on having something to do, like work to go to or a friend or some class, like I've just taken classes and stuff. It depends on having something, and then it depends on that thing that you have to do working, meaning something, stimulating you. In other words, you have to have a thing and it has to work. Well, those are externalities. All right, what if you don't have those? Or what if they fail? Or what if it's a weekend? Or what if, you know, you, something else happens? What, what else can you do that depends on you? Well, here's some things that I've learned since times that I felt like that, that I could have done that I didn't do, okay? I could have created things to do that were meaningful. I didn't have a single meaningful thing in my life at that time that I had created to do. I could have gotten involved in the community. I could have gotten involved in church. I could have done some volunteer work. I could have gotten to know my neighbors. I didn't do any of that. I could have made, made an effort to make friends and companionships and ships in the classes that I took. I didn't. I was working shift work. I went to class, went to work. I made very little effort in that regard. I made a couple of acquaintances, but very little. So I could have done that. I could have created social opportunities. I could have taken advantage of things that there were or created things, and I didn't. I sat around and waited for externalities to pull me into the present. Well, that was a choice I made that in retrospect was lonely, not very productive, it didn't work, and I continued to feel day after day disconnected, separated, sad, frustrated, not okay, you know, fill in the blank, all those words. I continued to feel that way, and so I didn't. You know, what I've learned since then is that the most rewarding thing that I do now that I could have done then is to be of service. There is an infinite number of opportunities to volunteer, to help, to bless the lives of others. And if you, if you pull your head out of your own misery and go stick it in someone else's life in a pleasant and gentle and loving way, you forget about your own stuff and you get involved in caring and love. And that does something to your soul. I know that now. I didn't know that then. And so I didn't do it. I sat around and moped and, you know, just wasted time doing things that didn't matter very much. Eventually, what I did do is I started practicing the piano again. I set up the recording studio. I got some gear. I started doing some music and stuff. So eventually, I started to create things, but it took a long time, and I didn't do it regularly. I did it in sort of a half-baked, you know, let's see what we can create way, and so it wasn't very effective. So you can serve. You can get involved in volunteering. You can create meaningful projects. You can take up a hobby if you want to, but don't do one just to do it. Find something that you're really interested in. And I know that might seem hard when you're in the midst of blues. The thing about holidays or vacation or other kind of blues is it comes because we're focused on the lack of companionship, friendship, tradition, or other things, or we have a tragedy associated with the holiday. Somebody died, somebody got divorced, somebody broke up, somebody hated you, some bad thing happened on or around those days. Here, here's the key. After all of that circular talking I just did, the last part I want to talk about is where do you go from here? Well, here I'm going to tell you what I think, and you can agree or disagree and get mad or like it or try it. The answer is two words, go serve. 
go serve. If you want to stop feeling lonely, immediately go serve. What does that mean? Well, it can be as simple as going where people are and being friendly and kind. I don't care what you feel like. You're alive. You can walk. Maybe you can't, and that's another issue. But you're alive. You can get somewhere. You can choose to smile. Those are all under your control. You can go help someone do something. There's always a neighbor, a friend, a church member, a community organization that needs help. They're crying for volunteers and everything else. Go do something. Now there's even websites. The church I belong to has a website called justserve.org. Yes, it takes effort to go on the computer and type that in. But how easy is that compared to what it used to be? So if you want, if you want to stay married to the misery, if you want and you enjoy and there's a payoff for you to stay stuck in your sadness and frustration, if you enjoy that because you're used to it, you're allowed to stay in that forever. You never have to do anything about it. But I know from my experience with that that that's a sad way to live. I know that it doesn't go anywhere positive. It only spirals deeper into unhappiness, um, self-pity, and ultimately anger and blame at other people and other circumstances. That's what my experience has taught me about staying stuck or choosing to stay married to my negative thinking. What my other experience is shows me that if I choose to serve, whether it's in the community, the church, my neighbor, somebody at work, a friend, a stranger on the street, anybody, anywhere, I feel better. I feel purpose. I feel meaning. I feel expansive. I feel rewarded. I see bigger opportunity. So when I choose to stay stuck and spiral in my misery, it get, things get smaller, shrink, contract, and it goes down. When I choose to reach out of myself and look up and lift, things get bigger. So where do you go from here? Well, look for opportunities to do that. Whether it's in the holiday time, whether it's in the middle of the summer, no matter when it is, if you have blues, sadness, frustration, negativity, you can fix it right now, today. It's not a long-term thing. The cool thing about service is the dopamine rush is immediate. The oxytocin that we feel as a neurotransmitter from our community and connectedness, that kicks in right away. So that blessing, that lift is available to you immediately. Go work in a food kitchen. I've, these are all things I've done. Work in a food kitchen. Volunteer in a shelter. Um, collect food for the food bank. I've done that. I've worked in church opportunities and callings. I've worked in youth organizations. There's all, I've gone to prisons to talk to people and try to lift and bless their lives. There's just all kinds of opportunity. And the only reason you don't have one, if you don't, is because you haven't looked. And you might get mad at me for saying that, but with the internet and with the number of organizations and things crying for help, crying for volunteers, there are an infinite number of places. You today, regardless of your circumstance, 
regardless of your difficulty, regardless of your struggle, confined to serve if you want to. Now, you could say, well, who's going to lift and serve me? I don't know. But what I know is you can be lifted and served if you choose to serve others. If you sit and wait for somebody to come and rescue you, I don't know how long it's going to be because then you're dependent on somebody like you somewhere reaching out to you. So let's you and me, let's go be one of those people that reaches out in love and service and kindness to others, especially the lost, the lonely, the elderly, the shut-ins, the people that can't do much on their own. The opportunity to serve and love is infinite, and we never need to stay very long in the blues. I promise as you do that, you will feel more connected to your ultimate life. Open your heart in this time around. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your